Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, a.k.a. the Soaring Eagles of Freedom, for Tuesday, February 13th, 2024. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Yay, Jared's back. I'm Yay. him. I'm queer. <laughs> now I'm over here. <laughs> <laughs> On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense, and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you'd like to join in on our conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, which will allow you to chat with us directly as we record on Discord Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern Time. If you can't do that, you could still post to our Facebook page or tweet at ProfaneArg. This week, I've got some Super Bowl things in here and some Trump stories, probably way too many. Mm -hmm. Never. Uh, but I wanted to first start with a follow-up on Michael Mann. No, not that guy. <laughs> not the Mike, Michael Mann you might originally be thinking of. Uh, this is actually Michael Mann, a climate scientist who filed a defamation lawsuit in 2012 mm. when Rand Simberg, a former scholar for the Competitive Enterprise Institute, and Mark Stein, who is a TV and radio show personality, who also wrote for the National Review, they put together a blog ridiculing man's scientific research that warned of rising temperatures. They compared him to Jerry Sandusky. Wow. Wow. That's that childish and inappropriate. <laughs> yes. They said that he manipulated scientific data the way Jerry Sandusky manipulated little boys. They were Whoa. both associated with Penn State, so at least there was that connection. But he's the guy that came up with the hockey stick chart that yes. illustrated uh, climate change. I, it's so long ago, I'd forgotten that this was a thing. But Yeah, I mean, there was this chart that he came up with that it, on, it looks like a hockey stick laying on its side. Like the, the climate, the temperatures are slowly going up, slowly going up, and then under the last century, it's just boom. right? So it kind of looks like a hockey stick. So in any case... Uh, this last week, he won his defamation lawsuit. Yay. 12 years later. More, 12 more years later. More than $1 million. Yeah, 12 years later. Well, I mean, good I'm, for him. Yeah, I'm glad he stuck with it because it's How necessary. How it possibly but... take 12 years? I realize that it did, but I'm I'm flabbergasted. 12 years? They pulled out all the stops with every single delay that they could. It was... Can I mean, anybody it... do that? Like, why? Why? <laughs> If you have enough I mean, money to pay your lawyers, yeah. Right. It's all about the money. Okay, Most so. lawyers charge hourly, so... But, you, keep... but like people who get public defenders, why can't they just say, hey, man, appeal, appeal, I keep appealing, my court-appointed lawyer? Well, <laughs> that's, uh, yeah, that's, that's if you are defending yourself from a criminal charge. In a private suit, there's no guarantee of a lawyer. And a uh, public oh, defender okay, will not defend you in an appeal. That's only for your primary case. Right. After that, you got to hire your own lawyer. What? Yeah. Who made that fucking law? The rich people? <laughs> <laughs> That's bullshit. Yeah. I mean, you might get something like the Innocence Project on your side, but odds are, you know, you're on your own. As soon as you're convicted. Well, that's good to know. Next time I commit murder. <laughs> so I did, I did find it amusing. Uh, the Superior Court civil case awarded man... One million dollars in punitive damages and a dollar for each defendant in comp compensatory damages. Nice. One dollar. So, so punitive. So in other words, it, that is... It's all punitive. Yeah. Don't be a dick. <laughs> Fine. 
So good for him. It's a good win for not just climate change, but for science in general. And he even says, you want to debate me about any of the points I made? Sure. I'm more than willing to to talk about it, but to just attack it and and me and say that I don't know what I'm talking about with no. Yeah, it, that this is what you get. <laughs> yep. One of the guys that he sued's first name was Rand, you said? Uh, yes. Yeah. I wonder who his parents like to read. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, I wanted to hit some of the football stuff real quick. There's a follow up here. There was a discussion, I don't know, two weeks ago about uh, ratings of the Super Bowl versus the World Cup. Mm. Uh, Super Bowl 57 was watched by 113 million people live. Uh, the World Cup's final drew an audience of 1.5 billion. Whoa! Well, Super Bowl it is! Yes! <laughs> <laughs> well, but how, over how many days? Or is that one match? That was the finale. That was the finale. Wow. Yes. That's impressive. Yeah. Very impressive. So, ten times. Yeah. Um, I mean... It says, the, the NFL digital platforms, the peak number was 118.9 million, apparently, from 8 to 8.15 p.m. Is that halftime? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. I don't remember I mean, when halftime I don't is. know that how it became a debate or how any of this was shocking. Mm. Like, the Super Bowl... Is meaningful to exactly this country. End of yeah. list. Maybe a little they bit of Canada. Right. Well, a, a little bit. I mean, but that's why they're trying every year to, to put a game in Mexico or a game in London or maybe a game in Germany because nobody cares about American football except for America. Yeah. I wonder if it's a hipster thing in like European countries to be like, hey, man, did you see the football game? And the guy goes, no, man, I only follow American football. <laughs> European hipsters love American football. Yeah. <laughs> and it's possible. It's very possible, yeah. If they hate soccer, guard darts and yeah. cricket. Nice. According to the athletic.com, global reach of the Super Bowl again, not Sunday, but last year's was about 40 million outside the US, 113 huh. million inside the US. There you go. Yeah. But there you go. Uh, some other things about the Super Bowl. I don't know. I don't remember this one. It was Newsmax. It's a psyop. It's a pretty close we've, game. We've covered that for, you know, uh -oh. a couple weeks now. But um, So what it, I, I don't. It, Karen, did you throw this in here about Newsmax and the Satanic Super Bowl? Well, yes. And curiously, it is about um, the foot washing ad that was put on by. Um, he Hobby gets Lobby. us. He's yeah, the he Lobby. Gets us. Yeah, Newsmax said that ad was satanic. Oh, what? That ad was disturbing. But yes, it was disturbing. But I, it 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 makes me so happy that the Catholic or the Christians are fighting each other because they thought that it was you know anti Christian because of all the equality that was in it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, they are mad about that ad. Yeah, <laughs> I, I couldn't believe it. Yeah, so I, I think I needed um, a little bit of refresher. Well, it's it's the real psyop. The ad is the real psyop. <laughs> yes, <laughs> to convert it is. us. <laughs> this can't be Christian. It's not hateful enough. Exactly. <laughs> they're like it's a they're what, a cops washing a black man's feet. Who the who wrote this? Exactly. <laughs> this must be Satan. 
So they are all up and they're all up in arms because uh, the foot washing. No, I would like to back up a little sec- uh, one moment though. And uh, Ray, you're as a, as you know, a previous believer, can you tell us what the foot washing thing is? Um, sure. So this comes from originally it was uh, which gospel was it? I think it was John in the in the Gospel of. In one of the Gospels, for sure, I think it was John, there is uh, the story of the Last Supper. And as Jesus is getting, uh, they're, they're like finishing up, he takes off his outer garment, pours water into a basin, and beginning begins to wash his disciples' feet. Hmm. And one of the disciples was like, are you going to wash my feet? And... Jesus is like, yeah, you know, don't, don't, you know what I'm doing here? And Peter's like, no, you should not wash my feet. And then Jesus is like, well, if I don't wash your feet, then you can't follow me where I'm going. And he was like, well, then not just my feet, but do my hands and head as well. Mm. I don't, that's such a stupid story in my mind. But in any case, it's the idea that Jesus would humble himself to wash his disciples' feet because, again, they were in the Middle East. There's sand mm. everywhere. Feet are filthy. So, and generally, you know, not a lot of baths had in the desert. Uh, so the uh, idea of washing like the dirtiest part of a person, it, it, it humbles, it displays love for the people, you know, it's a, it's a classic Jesus moment, I think. Huh. Sure. And this has been, this has been taken as we should all do this with each, you know, with each other by a lot of different Christian sects over the the years. Um, a lot of Baptists do it on like you know Wednesday Thursday night, hmm. but there's a lot of other denominations other than Baptists that do it. My mother attended a church that did it quite regularly, and uh, yeah, she never went. She was like, <laughs> "Yeah, I'm not doing that." <laughs> <laughs> She's like, my back isn't good enough to bend over to wash someone's feet, and I don't want anyone else touching my feet. <laughs> <laughs> She's got a line. I'll go to church and get a good good foot washing. I was going to say, I, I want to believe that, that the Jesus-Peter situation devolved into like a Vincent and Jules situation of like, would you wash a man's feet? <laughs> I'm the foot washing master. <laughs> I don't be tickling or nothing. <laughs> Yo, just because I wouldn't give no man a foot massage doesn't mean. <laughs> so the explanation is in John. I was right, John, uh, thirteen, he or twelve plus. He says, "Don't you understand what I have done for you? You call me teacher and Lord, and rightly so, for that is what I am. Now I, your Lord and teacher, have washed your feet. You should wash one another's feet. I have set for you an example that you should do as I have done for you. Uh, Verily I tell you, no servant is greater than his master, nor is a messenger greater than the one who sent him. Now that you know these things, you will be blessed if you do them. And Newsmax's response was, that's satanic. Okay. <laughs> well, I mean, again, they're not wrong. Mm-hmm. Satan only exists in Christianity. Mm-hmm. So, yes, it was satanic. <laughs> what what shocks me is that they're that they weren't in coordination on this. Yes. You yeah, know, I mean, like So uh, Hobby Lobby is going up against um the fundamentalist Christians at this point. That's interesting. <laughs> well, it's just like usually they're all on board. Like obviously this is a fucking PR program to get more people yeah. to join the church. Yeah. Plain and simple. We know so, that. We knew it from last year, too, when it was the the he, he gets us thing. Yep. 
How did Newsmax not get this fucking memo? Well, what I don't get is a lot of what they were talking about from what I'm seeing in this article from Newsmax was about Ice Spice, who is, quote, hanging out with leftist icon Taylor Swift. <laughs> um, That's true. I saw that happen. He says that she made a satanic hand gesture while she oh. donned an upside down cross. Oh. I don't remember this at all. Hot. They didn't cover that at all on Nickelodeon. <laughs> no. <laughs> And then he says that the audience was subjected to a commercial called He Gets Us, ending with the caption, Jesus didn't teach hate, he washed feet, indicating that Jesus was cool with all manner of sin. I'm not that's sure how not you made true. that jump. It's not, not, not even, that's more than a jump. Like, one sentence was going one way, the other sentence was going in a completely different direction. They're like, when do these meet up? And I was like, never, stop. <laughs> Well, I mean, Jesus was okay with um, the, the prostitutes. That was not a problem. <laughs> yeah. So, man. Well, let's be clear. He was he was okay with one prostitute in particular. <laughs> right, not sure. all of them. <laughs> sure. And I, what do you mean by, like, okay with sin? I mean, he was okay with it. He forgave you if you asked for forgiveness. Mm, that's kind that's of That's their shtick. whole shtick. <laughs> hey, thanks, Karen. <laughs> but I, I'm so curious, too, how this PR thing supposed to work. Because, like, the first one was like, yo, man, Jesus is cool. Right, that was like the first one. We're like, yep. okay, and this one's like, yo, Jesus is humble, and apparently likes black people and Puerto Ricans and Muslims and then like Everybody. that. But like, but then like you go in, right? So say like this works on me, right? And I'm like, mm. yeah, Jesus is cool and humble and multinational and 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 there's Muslims and stuff. And then I walk in and they go, okay, now let me tell you why you should hate gay people. <laughs> How do I not instantly just walk out and go, oh, I got tricked? God damn it. <laughs> Because you've already given them money to get in the door and you sunk cost fallacy. <laughs> well, this is in really soon. <laughs> which, by the way, had a fucking commercial, too. But, like, uh. I mean, if I walk down to my local church, you know, they're going to welcome me in and be like, if I'm like, teach me, father. <laughs> I don't have to. I don't have to. They don't they don't take me to the uh, celebrity center where I got to fucking fork out a thousand dollars. True. I just like it when they fight each other. That's all. <laughs> yeah, uh, it's true. Oh, good. Thank you. Uh, Grinch answered the question I was going to ask next. I was like, what is a satanic hand symbol? <laughs> Devil horns? Like, uh, mm. I, you, I, I thought so, but I don't. I don't. Oh, is it the Eddie Munson? <laughs> I, oh, I have no idea. They just said that Ice Spice was doing satanic hand signals. And I was like, what's one look like? How do I identify these? <laughs> if they only gave us that, I would have recognized it. Oh. <laughs> uh. I don't know. Then they show an image, and there's nothing in the image of her, no, her doing the double No, just her arm, so. sitting there with her hands and her fingers interlaced. Yeah, I don't get it. I don't know. Not that I care if I spice, you know. You do you, whatever. Satanism, yeah. But, <laughs> good for her. <laughs> Everything is a conspiracy. Don't you exactly. understand? It's much more exciting that way, yeah. Yeah. All right, I think that's all I've got on the Super Bowl, though. I'm a little right mad on. that our taxpayer money paid for that suite that Taylor Swift was in. What? What the hell, man? <laughs> I'm pretty sure we didn't. <laughs> well, it was a whole government operation, Karen. What do you think she paid for it herself? Oh, yes, I guess I, I was going to say yes, but in so much that you mean they spent taxpayer dollars building that stadium and that box mm. is part of the stadium? So, <laughs> yes. Well, well, it was all paid for. And also, she took that gas guzzling jet mm. from wherever to Las Vegas. How dare she? Two of them. She had a backup jet. <gasps> oh. <laughs> rich people uh, do rich things. Last thing before we go. Did we <laughs> all 
the four of us and everybody who listens are our, our great and wonderful patrons and the non-paying listeners. <laughs> You're okay, too. Uh, <laughs> did we all get slight smiles on our face when Patrick Mahomes threw that last <laughs> football? That guy I mean, him. I certainly did. And yeah. I was like, yes, tomorrow's <laughs> going to be awesome. <laughs> well, I mean, it was lose-lose for the GOP, because if the 49ers had won, that means San Francisco won. And that's True, not acceptable. But... I, so they were just screwed either way, and that made me happy, too. <laughs> well, that's the problem. Either way, it fed into some sort of conspiracy. Right. right. That's why you got to have multiples as backups. Yeah. Yeah. Like airplanes. <laughs> exactly. I don't know if you guys t- talked about this last week, but did you see that fucking... Trocential from fucking Trump about how uh-huh. Taylor Swift should be washing his feet. Yeah. Because oh, of, uh, of all the money he made her? Yeah, yeah. Some, something he did with money, or I don't know what the hell he did. Uh, Joe he Biden. passed some sort of law so that yeah. to yeah. prevent Joe disloyalty. For her. <laughs> I, that was after Tuesday. I don't think he did that until like Saturday. Maybe Friday. Oh. Uh, well, I did forget about this. The best part about the whole Super Bowl conspiracy stuff was... On TikTok, mm-hmm. when Biden put out the message that, you know, when the Chiefs won, he was like, yep, just white, like we wrote it down. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he put the dark Brandon meme up. Yep. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mocking them. That's good. I like uh, that. At least he wasn't talking about cookies. Or anything. <laughs> Honestly, the less he says, the better. Yeah. Yeah. For anybody who saw who watched The Daily Show last night. Yep. Just started recording it again because John Stewart is back. <laughs> I think well, just John, on Mondays. John Stewart's yeah, back on Mondays, specifically. True. Yeah. Now, that being said, I think Jordan Klepper was going to host the rest of the week. And, you know, oh, he's, he's I like in the game. So, yeah. Yep. Is the show, I know, and again, I'm, this is probably wasting time, but is the show longer when John was on it? I felt like it was longer than a half hour. I don't think so. Oh, okay. I, uh, yeah, I was going to say, I also don't believe so. I have no idea. Jordan Klepper, uh, to answer just Joshing's question, is the one that goes and talks to uh, MAGA Republicans and mocks them to their faces without them knowing. <laughs> uh, he's reasonably tall. Yeah, skinny guy. Yeah. <laughs> tall, lanky, white guy. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Joel Osteen. Not that the news is about Joel Osteen, Mm-mm. but more of what happened at the Joel Osteen Ministries uh, Sunday. Yeah. Super Bowl Sunday. Um, a boy and a 56-year-old man were wounded in a shootout inside Joel Osteen's Lakewood Church. More people were injured than that. But apparently a woman wielding... Well, again, n- more news has come out since this article was posted. The article is on Washington Post. Uh, it says a woman wielding a long gun is dead and the child who was with her is in critical condition when she went into the evangelical megachurch and opened fire. Two off-duty police officers, well, one's a police officer, the other one was like a, I don't know, state ATF, yeah. apparently. Yeah, ATF uh, they, equivalent for Texas, yeah. They were both armed and um, took her down, killed her, but the yeah, she apparently shot some guy in the hip, and her kid who she brought with her uh, was shot in the head. Mm. Uh, last I, I don't, is he still in critical condition? I think he still is. Last known, yeah, still in critical condition. I mean, he was shot in the head, so. Oh, I didn't realize he got shot in the head. Yeah. Wow. Apparently, she had two long guns, and every news thing I've seen has said, we're not sure still who shot the kid. 
Mm. Are you fucking kidding me? He was standing next to her. She had long guns. Who do you think shot him in the head? Right. I mean, I assumed it was the police. I didn't even know there was any controversy over this. It's not been stated, but it certainly certainly seems like a reasonable hypothesis. (laughs) And does it mean that it's their fault that the kid got shot? No, it's her fault. She caused the situation. Nobody's going to, like get them for, you know, any crimes. They stopped her. I, I, yep. I'm i not saying they should be prosecuted, but they shot the kid. Right. If but, I'm wrong, I'll, you know, I'll go back and say that I'm wrong, but let's... <laughs> she took time to stop, point one of the long guns down and shoot her the kid she brought with her. I just, I don't see that happening. And, right. You know, it's funny because when I heard the story and I was like, I, I obviously automatically assumed that the cop shot the kid. Mm, I right. still blamed, I still blamed her. Sure. Yes. And that's I was not- like, oh my God, how could she bring a kid with her? Right. So it got weird for a little while on um, in GOP land because um, she has an alias, which is a male name, Jeffrey. And so they immediately went to, she's trans, goes oh. by Jeffrey. And she also had something on her AR-15 that said Palestine. So it was a Josh Hawley's um, tweet see if I can find it here, was, so the Lakewood church shooter was a transgender pro-Palestine radical. We need a full hate crimes investigation, including the influences of the shooter's motivation, plans, and thinking. So that's the direction that the narrative was going on the Fox News and company. Wait, didn't you guys say the shooter was killed? Yes. What the fuck is Josh talking about? Uh, who knows? What, what further <laughs> investigation do we need to do into this corpse? <laughs> right. And all none of it was true anyway. She's not transgender. She has a, a criminal record. She's schizophrenic. Her, um, one of her, the um, things in her criminal past was she had an alias, which was male. That's it. That's the only connection she has to being trans, is she has a male alias. Oh, so not trans in any way. No, not trans in any way. Oh. But that's what they... No, but I, I want to make it seem like that, so we need an investigation. Right. Because the alternative is she's schizophrenic... And she managed to get her hands on an AR-15 and shoot up a prosperity gospel church. That is not... See? That's totally great. It's a mental health thing. It's not a gun thing. Exactly. Don't be ridiculous, Karen. You and your liberal <laughs> nonsense. It's a mental health situation. Guns are safe. More right. guns would have... Hurt. If everybody in that church had had a gun... If that little kid been had safer. a gun, he could have shot his mom. If that little boy, he could have shot back at the cops and yeah. gunned him down in cold blood. Yeah. He could have been a hero, Karen. That's shot true. His he mom could have shot his mom. Yeah. And he was seven, not five, but yeah. Well, uh, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The whole thing has just been uh, uh, ridiculous. I mean, c- can we have a conversation about um, people that have schizophrenia not being able to get weapons? How about that? How about we go there? But that won't Shall happen. not be infringed. Mm. Even Mentally if unwell people. <laughs> Clearly, she's a well-regulated militia. That's the argument. (laughs) (laughs) So I I was a little confused on all this, though. So she Mm. had the... It didn't say Free Palestine on the gun, right? It just said Palestine? Correct. Did she think she was going to a a synagogue? No, she's just crazy. She was crazy. Uh, She's just crazy. Yeah, I mean, yeah, you're right. I'm trying to put rationality on somebody who brought a a seven-year-old to a mass shooting. Exactly. I mean, she's in the midst of a divorce, and her husband, part of his family was Jewish, and so that set her off against the Jews. So she's, you know, propel. It's just just a whole mess. So, but yeah, the Josh Howley can sit the fuck, shut up, and sit down. <laughs> yeah, man. Jeez. 
Yeah. Don't you have somebody's feet to wash? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bitch. <laughs> uh, while we're on violent things, uh, in Florida, isn't it? Isn't Austin's thing in Florida? Maybe not. I don't recall. Joel sounds like a Texas guy to me, but I'm not sure. <laughs> in any case, a Florida man. Yeah. Uh, has been accused of brutally beating and killing his father. Mm. Uh, reason? Well, he had just learned that his dad got the vaccine. Yep. Wow. One of the uh, one of the people also told investigators that the gentleman had also recently started using cocaine. Ah, I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I guess he's he's been using cocaine for a while, and you just didn't know. But right, I feel like it was that was just the, that day <laughs> the least of his problems. But uh, yeah, so here's just another case of the the propaganda from the right getting out of control. But I, the solution to the problem is is interesting, though. So you think your dad's going to die because he got the vaccine? So instead of letting that happen, you decide to kill him. Okay. Maybe he was afraid he was going to turn into some sort of zombie, mm. or have his mind controlled by the virus, or spread it to him. Yeah, right. spread yeah. the vaccine. The, the spike <laughs> right. proteins were going to attack him. Oh, right. He spends a lot of time with his father. He didn't want to be tracked because they'd be oh, tracked. Oh, yeah, father, that's you know? true. Sure. Any number of those sound <laughs> not at all plausible, but but I'm sure he would just he thought that he would kill this person and then just go on with the rest of his day. Sure. Right. That's like, did you guys? We, I don't even know if we talked about this about that fucking psychopath who chopped his father's head off and then made the video and yeah. put it on oh. YouTube. Yeah. yeah, hometown hero. Yeah. Oof. <laughs> That, that was, dude was definitely that. from Pennsylvania. <laughs> <laughs> I lived here my whole life. I had no idea that's how you pronounce this state. Pennsylvania. Well, according to change Trump, its name. If he loses the election, they're going to change the name of our state. <laughs> yeah, where did that come from? I mean, he's an old man. <laughs> I mean, Usually, the, you can find a nugget of you know sideways truth in a lot of the things he says, right. but this one is just weird. <laughs> uh, sometime down in Philly, uh, one to three months ago, someone had suggested removing a statue of William Penn because maybe he wasn't a good guy. I don't re really, you know, it could be slave related, it could be something, and uh, so that means they're going to change the name of Pennsylvania to Sylvania. Oh, how you can extrapolate that from that. <laughs> That's it? Yep, huh. I believe so. That That's plausible. It but in is true the Trump least fashion, plausible. he just couldn't, just couldn't put it to the finish line to explain it. Right. <laughs> like, I thought he was going to say, like, a joke, like they're going to call it Libsylvania or something, but he just never got nope. there. He's just like, they're going to change the name of your state. And just let it, <laughs> let it sit there. <laughs> so I moved some things around here since we kind of already transitioned onto Trump. Hmm. Let's uh -oh. talk about all the Trump stuff that's happened recently. Maybe not all, but let's hit the highlights. Uh, and the first one is actually uh, around Marco Rubio after Trump's remarks on NATO and Russia, where yeah. he basically said, if you don't pay into NATO, I would not only allow Russia to attack you, but I would encourage them to do so and do whatever they wanted. Get your shot glasses ready, because yeah. I'm about to use the word cuck a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Marco Rubio's response to this was, well, Trump doesn't talk like a traditional politician. Wow. Yeah, he's not on the National Security Council. He's not a nerd. He's yeah. a regular guy. Well, and Trump keeps talking about the the like um, the NATO countries owe us something. 
that's not what that's that's not how this works. <laughs> all you all they have pledged to do is um, spend two percent of their GDP in defense funding. That's that's what they promised to do. Nobody's giving you money. It's just right. weird. I and imagine it's a, when Marco, it's a percentage of a GDP. Some countries have a smaller GDP than others. Yeah. Donnie Little Hands. Yeah. The man who announced that you're a genius if you don't pay your bills. Unless it's the NATO, then, then you should get attacked. Right. <laughs> and a couple things from Discord. Uh, Josh does say it's 4%, not 2%. I, oh. I, I, oh, I heard it, I heard it was 3 I thought, So I thought it was 2%. I, mean, I don't know. I'm just quoting Discord. Also, I wanted to quote Brian, who says that Trump talks like a senile fuck muppet, <laughs> and that just made me laugh for a while. <laughs> what I see, like I and like we can talk about what Trump said, but like the Marco Rubio part of it, mm. just what a bitch. Yeah, this guy. I mean, he must go home, and his wife must look at him and be like, "Get out of my fucking face, you fucking <laughs> loser." <laughs> I mean, he literally said other nations in NATO need to pay us. We need to extort all the NATO countries. And in, if you don't pay us, we will not defend you against Russia. Right. And Rubio's response is he doesn't talk like a tr traditional politician. We've already been through this. You think people would have figured it out? His <laughs> response is that, that Trump... Hey, you, you Trump don't take them literally. You have to. You can't take them literally. You have to. What, is, what would they use as a inter get the meaning of what he was saying? Mm. Except that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Trump means what he's saying. He wants NATO to pay the United States protection money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That makes yeah. It's, it totally fits with his gangster fantasy. Oh yeah. I don't even know if it's that. He just doesn't know any other way because his life is so transactional. Mm. Sure. I feel like Marco and the rest of the Freedom Caucus just need to just need to give into their base urges and just get down on all fours and just give Trump a full throated blowjob right on national television. You know, it's funny you said that because I was listening to somebody and they said, do you think if Trump was like, when when I have the fucking RNC convention, I'm going to put Ted Cruz and Marco Rubio on fucking leashes and walk them out on all fours in front of me? Or I will fucking destroy your careers. What are the what is the over under that they would fucking do it? Um, hundred percent Ted Cruz, sixty two percent Marco Rubio. I mean, it's fucking crazy. This is a man who made fun of the size of this dude's dick, and he's just like, whatever, man. It's just, I'll just do whatever for him. It's twenty. We're back in twenty sixteen, all over, all over again. Yeah, but yeah. like, it, it's a nonstop, like bizarro version of it, like. What did I read today that, uh, what's her name? Stefanik? Elise Stefanik, is, yeah. Is attempting to, to, to sue or file a complaint against one of the judges that is overseeing a Trump trial. Mm. Like, oh, really? that's, they all do that. Yeah. All the attorney, anybody. Like, I, it's just so, and then they pass it off as reasonable <laughs> as though that, you know, it would be reasonable if someone did that in reverse. If right. someone went after, the special counsel that just released a fake report on Biden, or right. if someone went after the judge that is trying to uh, get Hunter Biden on gun charges, they'd go insane. Yeah. Meanwhile, every every Republican attorney general is suing any judges that look into Trump. It's just Jesus Christmas. 
<laughs> Nothing is holding them back, and they're still losing. It's amazing. Yeah, uh, and what all about, these loss, okay. all these, all these lawsuits lose too, but they keep doing it because it delays and and distracts people. It, it, they what know they can't the, win. The stuff with uh, Ronna McDaniel, the head of wow. the, R- the RNC, yeah, and then I, said, "Let me put Eric's wife in her place." Yeah, yeah. I didn't. I did, not, order. I did not realize that this woman cut the Romney out of her last name. Yep. Because Trump didn't like it. And then he's like, well, you suck. You got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, her last name was Romney? Yeah, it was Ronna McDonald. What is her name? Ronna McDaniels. Ronna McDaniels? Yeah, it was McDaniel Romney or Romney McDaniel. Romney McDaniel, yeah. Is yeah, she- and she dropped it. She's the niece of uh, Mitt Romney, I believe. Wow, and she dropped it because he said so? Yep. Oh, man, I don't understand a thing about politics. (laughs) What a bunch of bitches. It must be the greatest thing in the world. It must be the greatest thing in the world, Ian, to (laughs) be a politician. Because it's not politics. It's a cult. It's an actual bona fide cult. We are way past politics here. Feckless cowards. But I mean, Mm. like... Like, you clearly don't get into it to govern and make the world better. At least no. on the Republican side. And maybe partly on the Democrat side, too. Sure. They're not all fucking saints, either. Nope. But it's like, is your goal... Your goal has got to either be president or talk show on Fox News, right? <laughs> if you don't get yeah. one or the other, if, like, you, if you're not heading in... Like, like, for instance, Nikki Haley. Clearly going towards, I'm going to be on some news program sure. as an anchor. Because she ain't winning the fucking nomination. She's not going to be an anchor. Or not an anchor, but like a like a special, you know, who they bring on every so right. often to fucking sure. do Yeah, something. an expert. Or right. she's just she's hanging in there just in case Trump keels over in the next couple of months. Then she's in the slot already. Right, or if he gets arrested, maybe she's hoping. Sure. All right, but she's also got to be planning for the for the, uh, for the the opposite to happen. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Which is, which is my, he will destroy me and my career in the Republican Party will be over. Right, but yeah. then then she can go on as the token Republican on CNN. Right, so that's what I'm saying. You have two paths. Like you're yep. going to be the president, or you're going to get a, you know, or they'll put you in the head of some corporation or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, or not, yeah, you could. It is she could not be... to govern. No, 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 no. You end up on you end up on the View, being being the Republican <laughs> voice. Right. Yeah, there's so not a buddy. But who's like? There's so few that go to Congress and go. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to represent the interests of the people that elected me. Hmm. Yeah. And you know who's on the outs now, too? Who's going to get who's going to be gone? Mitch McConnell, but not the way we wanted him to go. He's going because the most of the Senate Republicans are like, you're not towing the line enough, buddy. Yeah. You got to go. He's trying to preserve a little bit of his legacy before he croaks and it ain't going to work. And they're going to replace him with a fucking bootlicking bitch. Yep. (laughs) So we kind of skipped over uh, the one thing that was mentioned was uh, in my list of articles. Trump decided to back uh, people for the replacement of, uh, what's her name? Rona McDaniel. McDaniel. We've said it so many times, I I nearly lost it. Uh, First, he wants his quote-unquote friend, Michael Whatley, uh, who is currently the chairman of the North Carolina Republican Party. He wants him to be the head of the RNC, and, uh, well, the the general counsel. And he wants Laura Trump, who we mentioned, his daughter-in-law, mm. to, to be, be the two party leaders. Yeah. What's the likelihood the of this actually happening? Fuck, is that legal? She, she has been involved in, in fundraising. 
I, I mean, if it if it weren't for the particular people, it's I mean, it's probably still pretty outrageous, but it's not. You know, she actually does do this. <sighs> but yeah, it's yeah. It, I don't think it's illegal. Again, it no. so feeds into his little mm. gangster fantasy. Having his son's wife be in charge of something? Yeah, just <laughs> replacing everybody with family and sycophants. Yeah. He loves it. But I don't know. I don't, I, it, what, what, I, I, again, I don't know any rules. <laughs> I don't know that anybody has to adhere to rules if they have money. So, yeah, I don't know what, what about it would be illegal. I don't know. It's something about nepotism. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah I, I don't know. It just well, seems. He, he had his, he had his children in the White House, I think unpaid, but still. It, nepotism is meaningless to him. They are people that he trusts. And again, this is every Republican accusation mm. is an ed- is an admission. I mean, of course, he thinks that Joe Biden profited from what Hunter Biden was doing because he did it all the time. Right. Yeah. He's doing it now. Yeah. He's openly committing crimes and people's willingness and ability to turn a blind eye to it. Staggering. Yep. Nope. I, I came to the realization on the whole um, the Florida documents case. So that the reason that he's keeping, I think I, one of the reasons that he's keeping these documents is he still thinks he is legitimately president. He's that delusional that, um, no, I am president. He insists that everybody calls him president, not former president, but president Donald J. Oh, Trump. Jesus. <laughs> he still thinks he's president. I'm sure he's, again... And that's why he's going to demand his third term if he wins. Yeah. Which will ease us into... Fourth. He's so very old, there's no way he'll make it to a third term. He's rich. Rich people live a very long time. No. Well, but he's not real rich. True. He's like sweating through the bronzer, fat man eating McDonald's, like... Eating junk food. Mm. Taking loans from Deutsche Bank rich, not like... Charlie Munger, Warren Buffett, Rich. Mm, yeah, but true. we'll be paying. We'll be paying for his health care when he wins. So yeah, right. We're paying for his health care regardless. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, that's true. You're right, aren't we? Yeah, <laughs> he still gets to go yeah. to to whatever that you know military Walter hospital Reed. is. Walter, Walter Reed. Reed. That's it. Another yeah, thing saw, that we kind I, of. I, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> I was just saying, I saw something when they were talking about that. Like the care that he received when he got COVID, COVID. Mm. would have cost a normal person like a hundred grand. Yep. Granted, he's the president at the time, so oh, I get it. I get it. I get it. But it was it was care that the, the others that the the common folk did not have available to them, right? Well, so the other thing that we kind of skipped by, I wanted to circle back to. We talked about the Republicans um, attacking judges and doing everything they can to you know just discredit the people who are trying to process the law on Trump. Right. Uh, the next one is the district attorney in. Uh, Georgia, Fanny Willis. Fanny. Could be Fanny. Fanny. Okay. Could be disqualified uh, from the Trump case against, well, yeah, from the Trump case because of her, her alleged romantic relationship with the top prosecutor in the case. Yeah. So she's Wait, isn't district- she the top prosecutor? She's the district, uh, district attorney. Right. Who is? Uh, the top prosecutor. Yeah, he is the uh, the acting litigant, though. She's. Uh, I think she. You know, she argues so a few things. So she's not but... bringing this case against Trump. It's this guy. Um, she brought the case. He is prosecuting it. He's the one in the court. In the court, uh, okay. actually doing the shit. So right. okay. they're on the same side of the case. Yep. Right. Why aren't they allowed to fuck? Uh. That's what I can't figure out either, Ian. But apparently, there's a vacation involved and a yeah. marriage problem. 
part of the problem is one of the other indicted conspirators is um, a jackass. And he dug and he's he does background stuff. He was in it, I don't know. He was doing background information digging on other politicians. I forget name's name is Roman. And he dug into this and, and found out that they went on vacation together. So and then he sued and it's just been a disaster since then. I think it was ill advised for them to do this. They should have just fucking waited. But, but if if it were reversed mm. and there were two Republican attorneys going against Hunter Biden. And it turns out that the two attorneys were in a relationship. Oh, yeah. Nobody would give a shit. Nope. Nope. This is the least little thing that they can find. And now the judge is saying, well, I might have to disqualify the district attorney. That's that's why I can't figure out what if law they're breaking or. Uh Well, they're saying it's a conflict of interest. I don't understand how you're on the same side of the, the suit is a conflict of interest. Right. How is that? Conflict of interest. Judge Cannon is openly (laughs) breaking and circumventing the law. Hundreds and hundreds of judges have called for her disqualification. And everybody's like, ah, it's cool. She did whatever she wants. Yep. Fonnie may have fucked a dude that she is currently working with at some point in the past, and that's disqualifying? Yeah, that's bullshit. This is unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable to me. How is reality so flexible? <laughs> right? I mean, it's what because if one team doesn't yeah. follow the rules and the other one tries their best to sort of follow the rules? Yeah. I mean, what are the odds that um, Trump has actually had an affair with um, his lawyer in the in the, in the Eugene Carroll case? Oh, high but gross. <laughs> yes. Well, I know she wasn't hired because of her law expertise. No, she was not. Because she's a horrible lawyer. <laughs> yeah, and, and that is that is a conflict of interest. <laughs> I think, or at least you know, even wildly inappropriate. Let's go with that. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I don't get this case. It, does, it doesn't make any sense. So when when the judge said this, like, and I'm and I did hear rumblings about this. I still haven't heard why he has to. He's like, I might have to, and I'm like, under what? They're actually having some evidentiary hearing on Thursday, I want to say. Yeah, Thursday. So, McAfee said he would hear the arguments on the matter. He says, it's clear that disqualification can occur if evidence is produced demonstrating an actual conflict or the appearance Mm. of one. I think it's possible that the facts alleged by the defendant could result in disqualification. I think an evidentiary hearing must occur to establish the record on these core allegations. So he's going to review. He is simply saying it's technically not impossible. Yeah, that's what I. So you're saying there's a chance. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, He did deny, declined to quash subpoenas for witnesses. They asked that uh, the subpoenas be, be quashed because look, they, you know, they're clearly in a relationship, which has nothing to do with anything. Right. Um, and he declined to uh, do anything about the subpoenas. So I'm assuming nothing big is going to happen on this and that the judge is going to see that there's nothing there. But I don't know. Maybe there's something there I don't get, but I don't get yeah. it. <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah. I mean, if the, the point might be just to embarrass these people in public. I mean, yeah, I, it, it's not a great look. No. But I mean, I've heard of worse fucking things. Yeah. Oh, no well, yeah. Way worse. <laughs> 
Uh, and again, this could be another one of their just classics. If we just cast any amount of doubt, that's mm-hmm. good enough for our supporters. Yeah. Now they right. know I, that this trial is invalid. Right. I mean, yeah, I mean, what was it? So Trump at this point has been saying that the case in New York City is invalid because his daughter was excused from the case. That makes him innocent. So, I mean, that's the kind of logic that we're using here. Because they went on vacation together and might have had sex, therefore he's innocent. That's the leap they're going to make. Can't they just, <laughs> if that's the case, can't they just have the guy go, all right, I'm not lead counsel on this one. <laughs> right. Here. <laughs> and off the problem with, in charge. Right. The problem is it might delay it a little bit, and they don't want to do that. Okay. But, yeah, that could happen. And they're probably furiously getting somebody else up to speed at this point. <laughs> I think the last thing that I have on Trump is his uh, questioning about Nikki Haley on where her husband is. Ooh, that was a good one. <laughs> where? What happened to her husband? Where? Where's he been? He's gone. I didn't know he was missing. Is he okay? Oh, like, is he doing, really he's, gone? He's he's gone. He's doing something, Ian. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> Haley responded on a post saying, Michael is deployed serving our country, something you would know nothing about. Yeah. Oh, good he, for her and good for him. Yeah, I just realized that he was he, actively involved in the military? National Guard. He, yep. Oh, great. He's doing his time in the Guard. Yep. I, this is from somebody whose wife is... Has not been in... never there. (laughs) Yeah, that's the other thing. I'm like, dude, you really want to be throwing that bone out? Yeah. (laughs) I mean, she hasn't been seen since um, her mother's funeral, so... This is another case where the the people who argued that Trump was playing 3D chess, he's not playing 1D chess. He can't even look into the accusations for a second. Right, he's bad at checkers. He's yes. not playing 3D chess. So that 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 also <laughs> begs the question, like, so when he was talking about this, like, or this was at one of his rallies or speeches, right? Yeah. This wasn't like an interview. Correct. So he doesn't go over, he must not go over anything with anybody. Like, this wasn't part of the speech. It was just an off-the-cuff thing. And he never brought it mm-hmm. up to anybody like, hey, you know, I haven't, I've noticed that Nikki's husband's not around. And nobody was like, well, he's deployed. You know, well, or he did no, but, say he did say that, and none of them knew, or they're like, "Ah, eh, let's let him dig his own grave." <laughs> like, or, or it doesn't matter at all because the audience that he's talking to, the facts don't matter. She's not; he's not by her side. That's the only thing that matters. Whether he's deployed or not is irrelevant. He right. got a Does zing. he have people, Jared? I thought <laughs> he's been open that he did. He does not tolerate handlers of any variety. Mm. Oh, I mean. Did, that's why he just spouts nonsense all the time, like, bing, bing, ping, pop, zoom. I just poured a <laughs> glass of water on a magnet and saved the world. <laughs> I just, I'm just shocked that that, that, hap- that, that could happen. Yeah, yeah. I, like, Fox News is like not going to. hair's breath away from being president. He doesn't have one person advising him. Yeah, but it doesn't matter because Fox News and News Nation and all those other things are not going to point out that she that he's actually deployed in Africa. That's not going to happen. All they know is that, oh, he's Zinger. <laughs> That's funny. That's it. That's the depth of knowledge here. <laughs> I did like uh, the one response in Discord. Hesden Gibson said, this isn't the Middle East. She can go without her husband. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> but even... He, but <laughs> I know I try to apply too much logic to Donald Trump. Like, maybe he's not aware that we're aware that Melania is not with him wherever he goes. So for him to, like, roll that out, you know, and be like, well, there's nothing. Well, uh, no, her her mother just died. (laughs) 
Her mother just died. She's in mourning. Perfect excuse. But that was that was recently. Like, <laughs> yeah, but that's I mean, I get, again, I, I, facts. I get, I get it. He's not yet. But yeah. not, no, not even facts. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's so bad to live in his world. I, I would just love to see him in private. Like, what is going on? What the conversations oh. are like. It smell bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Does anybody have anything else on Trump? <sighs> I'm moving away. Always, but yeah, just move on. I'm <laughs> moving away to slightly different politics. In Florida. Uh-oh. The... Florida, I think it's the Attorney General, the State Attorney General, who's an idiot, by the way. We've discussed this before. Mm. Deeply underqualified for everything he does. Yeah. Is asking the state Supreme Court to tank an abortion proposal. Now, what does this mean? The people of Florida gathered more than one million Mm. signatures on a proposal for a ballot initiative. If passed, the proposal would prevent Florida lawmakers from interfering with abortion decisions made by pregnant patients and their doctors. So this is an abortion rights ballot initiative made by the people. The attorney general has said, people are (laughs) stupid. They're not doing what I want them to. So the Supreme Court of Florida needs to strike this down before they can make it part of... uh, Part of the law. But I mean, it, presumably, if there's a ballot initiative process, it's part of their constitution. So they would have to rule that their own constitution, that they're not following the constitution in some way. Right. Or that they're, yeah, that their own constitution is somehow unconstitutional <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that it needs to be emergency amended in reverse. Yeah. They saw that again. Mm. It's so weird. I, I guess the tenacity is what I admire <laughs> because. They tried this bullshit in Ohio. It didn't work. The attorney generals, that is, not yeah. the people. The people said, no, <laughs> we abortion is fine here. And they went, you guys are wrong. It's not. And they went, yes, it is. <laughs> so now Florida's like, oh, but if we do the same thing Ohio did, it'll go great for us. Just like over in goddamn Arizona. They're like, oh, well, maybe we should start an initiative to ban ballot initiatives and say that we were can choose elections. And I was like, come on, guys. <laughs> But they they fooled me once before. Just keep trying for 50 years. Eventually, you'll find a pocket of humanity that's in charge enough and dumb enough to go along with you if you just keep trying. I just can't Absolutely. imagine. Mm. Just keep swinging that bat for 50 straight years. So the ballot initiative in this case says, no law shall prohibit, penalize, delay, or restrict abortion before viability or when necessary to protect the patient's health as determined by the patient's healthcare provider. The <laughs> argument is that words like viability are too vague. The amendment <laughs> would prevent the state from regulating safe abortions whatsoever. Voters won't know what they're voting for. We're using big words like viability. <laughs> <laughs> it's too vague. <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Chief Justice Carlos Munoz said uh, in response... People of Florida aren't stupid. I mean, they can figure this out. Well, I'm not sure I fully agree with the Chief Justice. (laughs) (laughs) What worries me a little bit more is the population of Florida is older and since since it and largely Republican, and since it doesn't impact them personally anymore, it might not pass as a ballot initiative. But we'll see. Right, but you can't stop it from being put on the ballot. (laughs) Agreed. I mean, they're trying, obviously, but I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm you know, anti that yeah. part. I was going to say, that's yet to be seen. <laughs> yeah. 
I, I don't know what the details are on this, but apparently the Georgia Attorney General has made a claim that not having a phone makes you a criminal? <laughs> yes. Oh. I know speaking Spanish in New York City will get you beat up by the guardian angels. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Explain this phone thing. Uh, Deputy, Attorney, Deputy, Deputy Attorney General John Fowler, Fowler argued in a state court that mere possession of a basic cell phone in- indicates criminal intent to commit conspiracy because they're burner phones. Oh, having a phone. Having a okay. non-smartphone. Having a burner phone. Okay. Having a, fo- a, you know, a prepaid track phone or something right. is... Um, Indicates criminal intent to commit, commit conspiracy under Georgia's racketeering influence and corrupt organization statute. So a recoke. So having a a phone because – having a simple phone because you're poor, having a burner phone, a, you know, what a, a track phone, is right. – indicates it, – it, Yes. Surely proves that you're a criminal. Correct. Because only criminals have burner phones. Right. Yeah. Actually, only people who call them burner phones are committing the crimes. <laughs> people who call them track phones. Right. Or pay-as-you-go phones. Or, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Or one of those goddamn Obama phones. <laughs> yep. Look he had- He's using one of them free Obamas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, he actually or- argued this in state court, that having a flip phone, you know, it indicates the criminal intent. Neat. <laughs> it's just a tidbit I picked up along the way. Does he own stock in Samsung or something? Like, what's this all about? <laughs> no, it, it, I mean, it's Georgia. They're just picking on poor people again. Yeah. This- but they're mostly poor people. It, yeah, you got to keep them in line, though. That's true. That's, well, yes, because they're the majority, so you have to work to keep them. Right. Yeah, I gotcha. Yeah. And once they've been Smart. once they've committed a crime, they can't vote, and that keeps you in control more. Right. And you can put them on a chain gang, and then you've got slaves again, legally. It's, yeah, very much yes. Yeah. Um, moving up towards Ohio, there's another voucher program. Oh, come on, Ohio. In Ohio, this is called Ed Choice, Education Choice, I guess. It targets mostly lower-income students in struggling school districts. Uh, it is currently an, an entitlement um, that is available to anyone, but the, uh, the voucher people are trying to get more vouchers. The number of vouchers have nearly doubled in the past year at the cost of Ohio taxpayers of several hundred million additional dollars. The way the vouchers work, you sign up and try to get on this EdChoice program to get your vouchers so that you can send your kid anywhere you want. What that does is it pulls money to pay for that voucher from public Mm. school funding and allows you to put it wherever you want, like private Catholic schools. Uh, the surge has been propelled by private school leaders who have an obvious interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, the more money that they get, the less schools have to offer in financial aid. And the story describes a letter to parents sent out by a school that not only encouraged parents to apply for vouchers regardless of need, mm-hmm. but noted that any family that didn't would have a harder time accessing other forms of financial aid from the school, which would be illegal if that school did that. Wow. But in the letter, it suggested that that would be the case. Uh, The school in question is St. Brendan the Navigator. There it is. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) How can we get some of that yummy, yummy tax money back in our pockets, baby? Tax-free. Lies and empty threats. I love it. Now that is Christian. (laughs) (laughs) 
Catholic specifically. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to the Not core. any of that satanic peace, love, and kindness bullshit. <laughs> it's all about the Come on, Ohio. Money. Do better. Yeah. Seriously. All right. I didn't. I didn't actually. Oh, sorry. Do you have something about this? No. Okay. I didn't mean to leave this to the end, but somehow I got pushed to the end. Uh, I suppose we could talk for hours about Tucker Carlson and his interview oh. with uh, Vladimir Putin. <laughs> that would fill up just enough time so that he would have something to listen to while he waits for Putin to show up. <laughs> yeah, two hours he waited. <laughs> that is a power move. <laughs> Putin regularly does this. He, he, he makes sure. people wait for him. Um, the idea that he did it with Tucker is just so on brand. Oh, and then mocked him. Oh, yeah. it tasted so good. <laughs> mocked him for you know. failing the CIA ex- exam entrance or yep. something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Got to watch out for the CIA. You know, that exam you failed. Yeah, those CIAs. I, I just didn't want you to be confused. <laughs> I pulled a little info on you before I came over here. And, uh... <laughs> oh, man. What is going on with Tucker Carlson? That's what? desperation. I love it. He doesn't want to end up like uh, like O'Reilly or, or Glenn Beck. Mm. He there needs was, it. There was no place for him to work. Nobody was willing to take him. No, he's a liability. Yeah. He burned all those bridges. Yeah. I mean, he cost Fox News almost a billion dollars. Yeah. Well, him and his, some, and his, some others, but he was definitely one of the ringleaders. Yeah. Brother, take it easy and spend some of them Swanson bucks. What are you doing? <laughs> you are the laughing stock, man. Yeah. Just go just sit on a beach somewhere. I had a couple who I would consider more progressive friends on Facebook give Tucker credit. They were like, well, you know, he's he's getting the interviews and, you know, at least he's he's doing. And they cited one of the questions that, that, that Carlson asked, which <laughs> I, I kind of get it. Tucker asked about uh, Grishkovich, uh, who had been oh, caught, reporter? Yeah. yeah, reporter who had been caught with sensitive information, and Tucker asked, "Are you suggesting that this reporter was working for the U.S. government or NATO, or was he just a reporter who was given material he wasn't supposed to have?" Now, in this interview that he did with Putin, that was the only actual, real, reportive, journalistic question that Carlson asked. Well, he also said, and I will give him credit for this, he said, would you be willing to release him and let him come home with us? Yes. Mm. Yes, he did. You know. So, I mean, credit where credit's due, he did this one thing. However, as is stated in the Washington Post article, Putin doesn't recognize the distinction whether the guy had information accidentally or whether or not he was working for the government. This is a guy who has reporters killed regularly. Mm. So, oh, this, and and that reporter is just a pawn, so he can get somebody, one of his people back. It right. doesn't matter who he is or what he did. So yeah, Putin's response but was. Tucker brought that up too. He's like, "Well, don't you think you just once you just let somebody go for not somebody in exchange?" And yeah, and who who did Putin want? Vadim Krasikov, an assassin linked mm. to the Russian intelligence service. Nice. That's an even t- trade. <laughs> um, and as stated in the in the Washington Post article, Putin was not engaged because he wanted a revealing conversation with a skilled uh, a skilled reporter. He <laughs> wanted an opportunity to spew rhetoric at the American populace. For two and that's hours, exactly which he got. what Tucker gave him. Yep. Now, in another way, we can take the credit away from 
Tucker because he asked that bonkers fucking question of like, well, it's not so much that you hate America, right? It's like the president. So if we had like a different president, like you'd be cooler with us, right? <laughs> wow. <laughs> I, I'm just I, – I think back to the pictures of, of Trump and Putin together and how Putin always looked so happy and Trump always had his head bowed and looked so unhappy <laughs> because he was owned by Putin completely. I'm starting to think Tucker is too. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. He should start registering as a foreign agent immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Did anybody actually watch the full interview? I would I would say I, no, I certainly did I not. Man, I mean, I am a chronic time waster, but I'm not wasting two hours of my life watching that full interview. That's yeah. crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I saw some bits of it, um, and it was, you know, kind of what I'd expect. Tucker throwing softballs. This was really the only thing that was brought up that I wouldn't. That I, that I saw that I wouldn't consider a softball. Even then, though, for Putin, it's a softball. Right. You you want a political prisoner? Then give me one of mine. Uh, and, and by the way, make sure that, you know, I get to say whatever I want to throughout the interview. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he wasn't ch- – he, was, he talked for two hours about whatever he wanted to talk about. He was only very mildly challenged. Well, you have to give it some air of legitimacy. Right. No. Yeah, you guys – Sorry, you guys aren't suggesting that there were spontaneous or unscripted questions in this, are you? <laughs> I suppose not, no. <laughs> Holy smokes, no. Yeah. <laughs> he was taken to a black ops site. They went over every question. They told him exactly how long he would have to wait. They told him what he was allowed to ask, and they told him what would happen to him and his family if he went off script. <laughs> Yeesh. This wasn't an interview. Are you? Jesus Christmas. No. You can't give it. Holy majoli, guys. Trusted journalist Tucker Carlson? (laughs) Legendary trusted journalist Tucker Carlson. I'm finding this hard to believe, my friend. (laughs) I mean, even the the picture at the top of the Washington Post article, he looks scared. (laughs) He should be. Yeah. Yeah, the look on his face, man. Oof. What have I got myself into? (laughs) You dumbass. (laughs) What I won't do for a buck. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. Uh, last thing, I think we're running a little long. The last thing I have is on Skeptical Inquirer. There's a Ghosts in the Machine article. It's a very short article. There's a video, which, if you watch this video, whew, it's... (laughs) Let me tell you what it's about. There is a $500,000 challenge from the Center for Inquiry that if you are able to prove some sort of psychokinesis or anything that's not science-based, right? If you're able to prove something, you can win $500,000 from the Center for Inquiry. $500,000 challenge. A, a woman came up and said she can do this. She can do this anytime she wants. They set this up in Vegas, and she claims she can move clouds with her mind. Hey, I could do that too. What? <laughs> but only only in the direction that the wind is blowing? <laughs> yeah, I, you didn't say which way. That's the way I'm moving it. <laughs> so the entire test, uh, it's it's clipped a little bit, but the, the video is w- way too long, in my opinion. It's 42 minutes long. Oh. It shows most of it is her standing on a building, holding her hand out, pointing at clouds, doing nothing. 
In the end, she said, well, the conditions weren't right and it just, you know, maybe next time. And they said, well, tell you what, we don't see what you're trying to do in any way. So how about first you make a video of it happening, following mm. all of our rules and send it to us and then maybe we'll do this again. That sounds fair. Um, it's 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 absolutely crazy. It's the amazing part is they they don't mock her. They take it seriously and like, oh, okay, I see what you're. Yeah, yeah, I don't see anything. So she failed, <laughs> clearly. Yeah, but they it's still open. If you can prove any sort of telekinetic or psychic abilities, five hundred thousand dollars in the waiting. Wow. So yes, their thought is that I somehow have provable superpowers and I'm going to settle for $500,000 from the Center for Inquiry? Yeah. Are you fucking kidding me? Well, if well, you're lame-ass powers moving clouds, you might. Right, exactly. <laughs> I guess if that's my power, sure. <laughs> but if it's, you know, full-on telepathy or telekinesis, and uh. <laughs> I'm holding out for that sweet, sweet Center for Inquiry money. <laughs> So the reason they put out the video is to show you how the tests are performed, how the staff interacts with the applicants, and the insight into how the challenge works. So I do appreciate it, but at the same time, I, I like I skipped through because I'm not watching this woman stare at a cloud for half an hour. <laughs> no. <laughs> and had nothing happen. Well, this I is really kind of... I hadn't thought of that, Ian, what mm. Ian just said, because like... These people who claim that they can read minds and shit like that, like, why would you ever divulge that information right? to anybody? Right? Mm. Yeah. Why would you Go not be poker. sitting at a poker table in Vegas? <laughs> yeah. Like, just raking in millions and never telling a fucking soul. Sure. <laughs> Amateur sensation. <laughs> poker legend. <laughs> yeah. Madness. All right. And the very last thing I wanted to mention, we actually mentioned this before we started recording uh, and didn't talk about it during the show, but... George Santos's seat in New York is uh, is being voted on tonight, and the election results are in. The Democrat Thomas Sozi, Su Susie, Susie, I don't know how you pronounce mm. that name. The Democrat Susie? has wind, has won by 48 percent, won by seventeen points. Nice. What? Wait, what? Seventeen points. Yeah. Forty-one percent to fifty-eight percent. Nice. Yep. Wow. <laughs> so that's one. Yeah, Maisie Pillip. Yeah, the yeah the black woman GOP was <laughs> lost to the the white guy, Thomas Susie. Yep. Ah. Nice. Oh, the margin grows ever thinner. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah, Mike jo Mike Johnson not gonna like that. <laughs> George Santos seat in the House flips over to a Democrat. Yay! I wonder when he goes. Uh, when anyone is seated, probably as soon as they can get him in there. <laughs> well, for the Democrats, yes. Yeah. And you know there are going to be members of the Republican Party who are going to try and delay as much as they can. Sure. Yeah. Why not challenge it in court? Go nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that, Was it, somebody dating somebody? <laughs> <laughs> 17 points, though. Whew. That's a nice That's a nice margin for a, a, a district that went say. Republican the last well, time. it's not yeah, right, but it's not that crazy because that district was highly dem Democratic. How did he ever win? He said he was gay. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> Okay. I think that's why you know, <laughs> gay, Jewish. I mean, he fucking played every card he had. <laughs> Volleyball champ. True. <laughs> I'm still not even sure if he's really gay. Uh, who knows? No one knows. No. I don't know. I can't believe that 
he didn't run as uh what was her name? D- Katara uh, Katara Ravage or Katara uh, Yeah. <laughs> well, what's his what's his one of his many other aliases? Yeah. How is that guy in Congress with multiple aliases? <laughs> Does he have a burner phone? Probably. Probably. <laughs> Couple of them. Ravage? Yeah, what was it? I don't remember. Yeah. Katara was good enough. <laughs> All right, that's the last thing I've got. You guys have anything else? No, sir. Negative. Okay. Nope. Joke. He needs dying. <laughs> I was just mid yawn. I'm good. I'm. I, I need a. I need my late night snack. <laughs> Katara Ravage. That's it. Or one of them. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I think that's all we're gonna have for this week. Then uh, I want to start off by thanking our patrons for supporting the podcast. I can't talk tonight. Yeah, I'm glad we're finishing. Uh, especially those of you who could be here tonight. Brian, big old grumpy wolf, Hessian Gixon, Hypatia, just joshing, and uh, we lost Grinch. Where did Grinch go? Grinch was here. I don't oh, remember what his name was. He was like yeah. good at football. I think it changed many times, but I think it ended on like uh, fragile broflake. There you go, fragile broflake. That's what it was. Thank you. Uh, if you enjoy the podcast, you can so- help support it by. Joining them, signing up on our Patreon page. Uh, if you can't do that, you can share the podcast on social media or leave a review for us. Uh, if you would like to contact us, you can at our Facebook page or by tweeting at ProfaneArg. Uh, please also check out other shows on the soon-to-be-named network. It's a podcasting network of which we are a member. You can find them all at soontobenamednetwork.com. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. This is Ian. Thank you, good night, and may your God go with you.